welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Every Tuesday and Friday, we answer your questions, we read your emails, we hear your stories. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We did an alone cast last week, and the reviews are in. You love it. Thank you. Thank you. That you, Nothing feels better than hearing back from you, the listener. I got to tell you, and, and listen, I can, you may be able to hear the birds cawing in the background. We're here at a very tropical locale here in the Vegas Strip. I, I got to say, it feels as if I'm sitting at this pool with like my legs dangling in the water, and they're just dangle, dingle, dangle. And then you come up from under the water, you rise up ever so slightly, and then you just start tickling my nuts. That's what it feels like. It really feels like that. So keep making it your Instagram story. Keep making it your you know, Facebook status updates. If you're 80 and you're listening, you should make it. Put it on Facebook. We can, we can, we can get through Facebook. Put it, on, put it on your Twitter. Tweet at me. Love hearing from you, the listener. The Alone episode, if you haven't listened yet, go check it out. I'm here in Las Vegas. So, you know, I wanted to... I like doing these on the road. And I, and I always like them because it's in the moment. The later we tape, the, the more it feels like... It feels like I'm not on the pole. It feels like I'm kind of repeating myself when we get ahead, our, you know, ahead four episodes for the next two weeks. It kind of feels like I didn't... It just doesn't feel like I'm in the moment where I'm, you know, and right now I couldn't be more in the moment. I'm here at a hotel. I'm at a beautiful hotel. The shows here in Vegas have been wowzers. I've met some of you listeners. It's been awesome to meet you guys at shows. I mean, like, I don't really expect to have a lot of people out here. So anytime I meet people here, I'm like floored. I mean, my nuts are literally you know, jiggling from the excitement. So that's awesome from you. Um, I'm going to be coming. Listen, next week, if you're in New York City, I'm going to be at Gotham Comedy Club. One of the four shows is sold out. That's right. If you wanted to come to the Friday 8 o'clock show, you can't, bitch. You missed out. You should have hurried up. Now you got the Friday Late Show, Saturday Early Show, Saturday Late Show. That's three more shows, three opportunities. And I want you to bring your friends. Because, listen... You're going to have a good time no matter what. I've met the listeners. You guys, you guys are easy pickings because you like me, and I get that. And that, that's not even being cocky. That's just me calling it out. You enjoy the show. I enjoy you. We know each other on somewhat of an intimate level. I'm inside your ears. My, my voice is in your ears. That's right. So that's pretty weird. You don't have a lot of people that have been in your ears. I put my tongue in your ears. If you think about it, think about it. It's a little weird, but think about it. So I've been in your ear. So we, you and I, I've been inside of you, okay? I've been inside of you. So you and I have a different relationship. You're going to be like, well, only Jared and I have this relationship. No, no, no. No, no, no. I could have the same relationship with your friends, and then we could all be inside of each other. So what I need you to do is bring a friend. Bring a coworker. Bring a friend. Bring a coworker. If you like your friend, your friend will like me. I can guarantee that. And you know what? When you bring them to a show, I'm more worried about them than I am about you. Because you're like my brother or sister. You're my cousin. You have to love me. I've been inside of you. Your friend doesn't have to. Your friend is judgy. Your friend thinks you're an idiot for listening to my podcast. Your friend keeps saying to you every time you suggest it, you go, oh, you're talking about J-Train again? Yeah, bring them. 
because I'm going to make them laugh so hard they pee their fucking pants. So I'll be at Gotham next weekend. Also, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That's not a song. Philadelphia, come on out April 2nd through 4th. We're doing a live podcast. We're doing stand-up shows. Come on out the punchline. Two through four, and then also if you're gonna be, if you see Michelle Wolf somewhere on the road, I'll probably be with her. So get involved with her shows. Very excited. So I told you I'm taping in the moment. I'm a couple drinks in. I've already gotten high today. Vegas, it's legal here, baby. It's gonna be a weird one. It's gonna be even more weird because today our very special guest is my girlfriend, Jess. Jess, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, Jared, thanks for having me. No. Huge J-Train fan. Uh, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an issue if you weren't. Also, have you been inside of your brothers and your sisters? Because you referenced that earlier. I've been inside my brother's ear. Okay. I put my finger in his ear. He listens to the podcast, so he's. I've been in his ear. This is fair. fair metaphorically, fair. via the metaphor. I think you've been inside of my brother's ear. I've been inside your brother's ears, maybe your mother's ears. I don't even know. Does she listen to the podcast? No. You do. No, she does not. I would sh- I would assume that a lot of the women that listen to this would go, what does your girlfriend think of this show? Is this is it- my favorite podcast. This is your favorite podcast. I and only she's not saying just saying that because I paid for the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Really? Favorite podcast. Why? You well, serve it real and you serve it piping hot. <laughs> hot and real. Also Shelby. Well, you're a big Shelby fan. Huge I Shelby get jealous fan. of how much of a fan. You, I think you like the show. Like, Shelby sealed the deal for you. I think Shelby should be paid more. Paid more. Okay. And he'll uh, hear this I don't when really count the money in other people's wallets. <laughs> uh, but that might be an issue for our relationship. Is it tough to hear the, the, you know, me spew that hot truth on people's faces? I think it actually makes our relationship more real really i think i kind of get like a cheap even though book. i don't tell anyone about you no <laughs> just horrified sometimes that, that was a funny joke i like i enjoy my privacy and i respect that you respect my privacy sure um i think sometimes it's hard it's not airing our dirty laundry um but it does give me a different side and a different perspective and i think that's that benefits our relationship well i think also, I have said this to you before. I'm probably more honest on here than I can be to your face. I think I've experienced that before. Yeah. Last week. <laughs> what, what was last week? I, th- I believe you you were more See, this is the thing. I don't even remember hearing, saying it was something. On, it was on you up. Okay. And you had said, you know, I think I need a little, a little me time. And you took that the wrong way. Okay, if we're going to have an argument, go listen to that episode because I'm pretty sure he literally says, well, I'm dealing with this in my personal, in my (laughs) personal relationship. (laughs) I don't know how you can't not take that personal, but. Well, I I think the word, the phrase me time isn't a fair phrase for what I meant. If I'm going to go back and. I think you're wrong, but. Well, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that that me time is, is always. Is is well? I think if we're gonna have it, let's talk about it on the show. He's J-train taking another podcast sip of his drink. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot When you say me time, it sounds. I think it sounds like an aggressive phrase. But I'm not taking it that way. I was. I came to it with an open mind. I heard your side and I respected it. I was just. Yeah, but you did the thing. Disappointed that, w- that you had felt comfortable enough to say it. You know, on to air, strangers with of, no face. Instead of but saying it to me, who I mean, you're my best yeah, but friend. I don't. Yeah, but I don't need me time. I'm saying 
You should listen to that episode. We I'll go back on. and listen. I, but I, but when you said it to me, I was like, I don't. We have the time we have together, and I enjoy the time we have together. And when we're not, we're not. You know, like that's all I said was when, if like, if we were, you know, to live in the same house, we should have separate beds. I think that that's well, not that taken was, into that was consi- one part of that. That's not taken into considerations. That's always taken as a joke. But why are we sleeping in the same beds all the time? Don't you think one night a week you would want a separate bed? Jared, you're not in town very frequently. <laughs> so you get so a couple you, nights a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, just great I to have to, you. I get to starfish my bed all the time. <laughs> great to have you. So happy you could come on here and embarrass me in front of... No. I I, I, I think this will be fun. Um, the I'm listener, excited. What, we're going to answer a ton of emails. We're just going to like bust through them because you know the show. You're a listener. You're a fan. You've seen me naked. We can do this whole thing pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get the emails. What's another question maybe a listener would have for you? Other than what's my Instagram handle? No. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> a weird thing. There's a lot of people that want to know. I had people message me. I feel like people, I mean, nobody reaches out to me, obviously. I think that no, you No, but people reach out to me. They go. Ask they, me something that someone wants to know about me. Well, maybe they can write in for the next time you come on if this goes well. We're not sure. Right yeah, now it's going fine. Be nice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Please. <laughs> We're being nice. I'm very excited that you're here, and we are sitting here in bathing suits, drinking drinks. So what could be better than this? Life talking is good. to talking to the millions of people that listen to the J Train podcast, and we're very excited to have you. We got a lot of emails. I want to get to a sponsor really right off the bat, just so we can get to it, and I don't forget to do it because I again, the the Tito sodas are are flowing right now. Listen, Fab Fit Fun. Jess, you can speak to this. Fab Fit Fun. That's why Fab I'm Fit you. Fun. It, it is actually not. That's not a, a even a joke. You enjoy the Fab Fit Fun box. Tell the women what I think that it's the best opportunity to get things for yourself that you would never get for yourself. However, I think it's a good opportunity to gift someone a Fab Fit Fun box so that they obsess over it and fall in love with it. And then they ended up purchasing it for themselves. I think you're right because the 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 2019 FabFitFun Spring Box is now on sale. Treat yourself uh, with treat yourself with it's me your moo robe. It's a do you robe. see? Do you see the robe? <laughs> yeah, we got that. Did we get that? Yeah. Do you use it? Because a lot of the stuff Jess uses, I. I I'm a big lotions and potions, so all of the face masks, the body, that body lotion, I keep telling you, it's the best body lotion I've ever used. Yeah, and the thing is, all the stuff in the box is full size, um, and the big thing is, it's not like you're getting like the sample size, you get to really try it, and maybe, say you get one box, and you take away one item that you use forever, that's worth it. That's worth its weight in gold, right? It's probably the, you know, more of the cost of the box. Yeah. Well, the cost of the box, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products for $49.99 a box, okay? Full-size products, no sample of anything. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200 in value. So that's pretty insane, mm-hmm. okay? Each season, you can pick different add-ons and customize your box like the aromatherapy diffuser or handbags. FabFitFun is a great for discovering new brands. That's the biggest thing to me because we just walked into my apartment the first time we started hanging out and she looked in my bathroom and she was like, what the fuck is going on here? What is all this hair? <laughs> well, <laughs> other than my own hair everywhere. Uh, but you did see like the stuff like... You have... It's a dream. The face masks, the eye masks. I mean... 
It's just great. So and all I this tell is, all of my girlfriends, <laughs> it's like going to a spa. But that's all because of FabFitFun. Of course. So all of you should get involved. And I'm going to give you, you go to FabFitFun.com, sign up with the promo code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. So you get $10 off your first box. So that that's a $39.99 box for over $200 worth of goodies. So that's, oh, that they even wrote that for me. I'm writing my own copy, baby. So start getting the box for a life well-lived. Go to FabFitFun.com, FabFitFun.com, promo code JTRAIN, $10 off, $10 off, promo code JTRAIN. Let's do some emails. You ready, Jess? Let's do it. I think this is going great. You're a good guest so far. Oh, my God. Thank you. I didn't you. think this was going to work out at all. I was a little <laughs> nervous, but also I'm a little drunk, so. Were you nervous? Yeah. What were you nervous about? Let's get real. Just having a very open, <laughs> yeah, I guess an honest conversation with you that other people will listen to. Well, they're going to be listening. But I believe in our love, Jared. <laughs> Man. <laughs> better reciprocate that. <laughs> me too. Okay, good. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Hey, JTrain. He likes me not, question mark, okay? Okay. I met this boy at an event, the charity, an event the charity I'm part of runs last weekend. It wasn't for English that, that teachers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she you, runs the charity? I guess her... I have so many questions and it's one sentence in. I met this boy at an event the charity I'm a part of runs last week. So the, she her belongs charity, to a charity. There was an event last week and the, she met a guy. I know he's 100% single. We vibed and hit it off all night. We have a ton, of, uh, ton in common and like all the same things. We flirted, talked a lot, thought we had a connection. I texted him that night to thank him for coming and to ask him out. He dodged the date invite and said, you're welcome. Uh, glad I could come. Again, I responded and said, I think we have a ton of common. It would be awesome to grab a beer and chat. And he said, totally. I'll let you know when I'm back in our city. He had left for business trip the next day. I know he's still traveling, but what's my move? I know he's not super interested because he didn't make plans or sound excited about it and kind of tried to dodge it. But I know we have a ton in common and would have fun. I have a crush on him and just want to get a shot. What's my next move? Uh, what do you think? I don't think he's single. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you say I'm 100% certain a stranger is not single? Yeah, I guess... And especially after meeting them once. That's right. I mean, these are all not single guy moves. Right. Because if I was in a relationship... It's like, like oh, is this going to bleed into real life? Yeah. And it's like, it's one thing, like, you know, you didn't like th that I talked about this on the, the Alone cast, but like, guys in relationships, when they're out, they're still going to be flirty and fun. Girls do that too. Sure. So, Just okay, relax. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I, I'm saying like, it's... Yeah, these are all moves that I would pull if I was, like, kind of in something. Also, what's the charity for? Are we talking about children? Is it appropriate to be flirting at a charity? Like, I, I just want to know. Yeah, I, I think if they're having an event, that's one of those things. Was he a guest? Was he, like, schmoozing for business? Like, what? That, what does he get out what of was it? His what's incentive? his incentive of being there? Yes. And, and how mean can he be to you? You right. know, what, what's the... But... I'll go with what she said. I'll she's part of the charity, so technically she's kind of a host. Yeah. So he can't be like, what's he going to be? Like, get out of my face, bitch. He yeah. can't, like, kind of do that. Like, <laughs> but... You always have take, a choice. I do take her at her word that she felt a connection. Totally. And she sent the text, and he did say, um, totally let you know when I'm back in our city. The ball's in his court. I would say to her... There's no embarrassment of the extra text. I know a lot of people would be like, I mean, like, 
Jess, you did you not? I chased, I hunted you down. With me a little bit. Yeah. And I was kind of a stand, I, I mean, I texted a lot like this guy's text with you. Mm, I think we, we I both kind of did both that move to each other. danced around like the connection that we definitely had. Um, it was just hard. I think we both knew we wanted to see each other again. It was hard nailing down a schedule and a date. And we, we pro- I mean, we're not crazy people. We were definitely sleeping with other people. I wasn't thinking, oh, I, I met this great guy at three o'clock in the morning at the comedy cellar yeah <laughs> i'm gonna not sleep with anyone else but but you weren't gonna put your all your you know the the thing is like when you have like a list of people that you're dealing with you have people that you're like okay this is a real connection these are people i'm trying to like shed off these are people that i'm you know in in this is like an optimistic with. i'd be like i'm gonna put this in my optimistic bucket i'm gonna continue living my life the way that it is and i'm gonna hope that i get that text back or what's the loss here? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to be bold. Ask him out on a date. Ask him if he really wants well, what I want. She's already done that, and I, I agree. I think it's okay to be bold one more time. You get one more. Was she bold initially by just saying thanks for the evening? I don't think no, that that's No, he bold. wrote, we, we flirted, thanked him, and uh, he dodged a date invite and said, you're welcome, glad I could come again. And then again, I responded and said, I think we have a ton in common. It would be awesome to grab a I, beer and you're chat. You're correct. You're so correct. she's already made two like I agree. strong moves. Mm-hmm. Now he said, I'll let you know when I'm back. Okay, back off. Now, here's my thing. This guy either wants to be two, th- one of three things. Nothing, casual, or date. That's everyone's decision, yes. Fine. So I would say once you're positive he's back, I would get him into the casual zone to get in front of him again. The one thing with selling like life insurance they would say like when i was selling life insurance you cold call people getting someone to say yes over the phone was like half a step mm-hmm. getting in front of them was really all that mattered so like the for interview it's the, the interview. job yeah totally so for her i would text in the time of casual to get casual to get serious and i think that's kind of like you know where we were at where we were like we're trying to make a time, then we would figure out times to get together. We would get together, and then we'd like, both bail. We both <laughs> bail, but then we would have fun in these like casual interactions to want more. To yeah, get I think to our relationship serious. built trying to get the date, not even the date. Honestly, yeah. so I think for her, there's hope in that. I'm not saying that's going to happen for her, but your only way in at this point is to say, is to be like, I would be like next Saturday, I'd be like, hey, I'm out with friends. You should come hang. And don't hook up. I'm not saying to go hook up, but I'm saying get in front of him to be that fun interaction again. Well, I think the important thing is is obviously he's traveling, and I don't know where his job takes him. If he's traveling frequently, obviously, like, I can relate to this. But it's all about meeting someone. It's not even halfway. It's just if they put forth any amount of effort. So if he if he matches it or puts forth any amount of effort, I wouldn't give up hope. I think that that's, I'd be optimistic. If he doesn't, then yeah, maybe I would, you know, put it in my back pocket and kind of, you know, move on. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast here at gmail.com here with. Yesy. My, uh, my, my lady of the night. I hate that. <laughs> my girlfriend. What are you? My. Your stud. Suitor. Your suitor. You're not my. Your animal. Stallion. Your stallion. People are either throwing up right now or they're enjoying this fully. I don't know. It's one or the other. There's no in between. I kind of feel that way too right now. (laughs) Really? Should we redo this? No. Manscaping, please help. Okay. 
Jared Please Shelby, an esteemed guest. Huge fan of you up and J Train. Recommend the podcast to all my friends. Lots of feathers for you and Shelby. I just entered into a new relationship with my boyfriend who is a self-proclaimed pretty boy. Okay. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> now we're throwing up. That's, yeah, it needs to be bold and underlined. He whitens his teeth, tans, and does some manscaping, trims hair on legs, arms, shaves his chest, completely destroyed the hedges, and even does his eyebrows. He used to compete compete in bodybuilding competitions for men's physique, but has put on weight and is now a little insecure about his looks. This all makes sense. If you do bodybuilding competitions, that's kind of like what you you're also one of those like shaver manscapers. Well, yeah, you're used to it. You're also, you know, scrutinizing your looks all Personally, day. I think he's incredibly hot and feel we connect on almost every level. I'm not just the biggest fan of I'm just not the biggest fan of manscaping prefer some chest hair and man bush. Did you hear that? Yes. Is that why you turned away from Manbush? I just <laughs> was looking off into the distance trying to picture all of this. But not a deal breaker. I really I was like trying to picture you without <laughs> hair. <laughs> just, just a dolphin. <laughs> but not a deal breaker. I really like him and could get on board. The problem is when we see each other for consecutive days, he goes from being baby smooth to a prickly porcupine. And during sex, it's a major turnoff. Uh, it can even poke and hurt a bit, especially down there. He also told me his ex made him get his eyebrows done, and he hasn't stopped. Hasn't stopped since. I don't know if I'm jealous of this or just annoyed they are sim- they aren't symmetric. We have great communication on important things, but it's been a long time since either of us has been in a relationship. Three years me, six years him, and I don't know how to approach the superficial topic. Do I tell him his eyebrows don't match? <laughs> that manscaping is affecting is affecting sex for me. If so, how would you break the news? Interested to hear the verdict on the show. What do you think? She gave her and his Instagrams. I want to see his. Okay. What do you think of this? How's my manscaping? How? What do you prefer? What do you not prefer? I prefer natural but tamed. So. Okay. I think that's uh, I think that's like a lot for a lot of people. Yeah. So I mean, if it's you know, it's like. Uh, having a garden if it gets unruly you trim the hedges yes um it's also just uh you know something nice that you do for your partner i personally we were talking about it this morning i used to get waxed and i i didn't like the grow out and you said i actually don't mind a bush and i said i don't feel sexy with a bush there it is and that's like the end of the conversation for me i'm like this is more on him it's not it's less about how turned on she is i think it's more like this is something that he feels comfortable with and she might have to get used to oh that's interesting because like for me like i'm just in on board with you feeling sexy if you were like yeah i just if you if your answer so yeah, was I'm like him in the situation. yeah you're him in the situation where i went all right that's what you like and that i like that you like it mm-hmm. that's kind of like where i was at um i do understand Hold on, we're gonna find him. We can't. Here's him. I can't see anything. No, that's a woman. I'm having trouble finding. No, but like, would you? I mean, how would you want? There, there. Well, how would you bring it up to me? A conversation needs to happen, and I think it's like even just saying like. Oh, you know, it gets a little bit uncomfortable when your, you know, hair like brushes up against my skin. Is there something that we can do to make it a little bit more comfortable? And maybe that would segue into a more natural conversation as to like why you do it. But also like I'm a huge proponent of lasers. So if you're going to 
shave or wax mm. like your something that helps like just it's very expensive but like laser. him and her are very good looking i've already gone through it that's him yeah he's, but he's like in the whole fitness world he's not so this is who he is and this is his persona so you can't tell someone to change the way that they are he's yeah. not about to grow out his chest hair He's not going to draw out his chest hair. It's the, not happening. The eyebrows you can get in front of, I think. And I do think there's this thing where you tell a story to a woman that you're seeing. Like, I've had this sometimes with you where you can tell that, like, like it'll be, like, midway through a story about an ex. And I'll be like, I should not have told this fucking story to you. Because you can see the wheels turning in, in your head. And any woman, it's not just you. You can see all the wheels turning of, like... I don't like this whole thing. I don't like that you do this thing still because it relates to a last girlfriend. Where is this going? <laughs> but this is what I'm. But that's what I'm talking about. Like the like for Am her. Am I going to cry tonight? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying Kidding. like this girl's like she goes. He gets his eyebrows waxed because his last girlfriend told him to. His entire profile is about bodybuilding and and she can't uh, stop and, the chest. She and can the way that he looks. She can't. No, it it doesn't stop at the chest. She no, but she can't stop the she chest. She can't That's stop what I'm the eyebrows. She, she can't, can't stop. If she says they're uneven, oh well, uneven. She is just said honestly, it's uneven. If I, if uneven I heard, is if you being look, a good friend. That's not even saying I need your eyebrows to be even. So that's what I'm saying. Like she can't choose one, choose one fight here. The one fight is you're going to choose is the eyebrows. She can choose the eyebrows. She needs to swallow the chest. Hair. Swallow the chest. And if and the other thing like. What about it prickling during sex? That's why I said she needs to bring it. I mean, I've said that to you before. Like your face hair, like your your beard, the way mm. that it is right now. Even if we kind of make out, like every girl knows this, it it will rub. I'll go to wash my face and it's just red. So how do we stop that? It doesn't bother me enough to to make it change. change and I also everything. love the way that your face looks like this. So like I'll take it. I don't really care. But I think because it. It ties back to a bigger problem that she has where she doesn't really love his the fact that he manscapes his chest hair. Yeah. She can bring it up and then hopefully, again, like I said, it would naturally lead into a conversation of like, well, I do it because this makes me feel good. And if she was sure. a true partner and a true friend, then she would get over it because of that. That is a good point. I do think you get one time to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Hey, this prickles me when we It's a vulnerable sex. conversation from both ends. Absolutely. And then if he goes, well, I enjoy it, then you leave that alone. The eyebrows, I remember one time my brother got his eyebrows done. And I looked at, I could not stop. Like, I couldn't make eye contact with him. I would just, like, look above at his forehead. And I'd be just staring at him. And he was like, okay, I get it, I get it. So here's what you do. Harry, do you remember that time? <laughs> he does. <laughs> here's what you do. You go to him and you say, those eyebrows are, we need to figure this out. I, I think you're wrong. You say it, Why? In a, say it in a different way. The same way that I do your eyebrows. Let me get those ones. Exactly. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm, let me get those hey, ones. Hey, can I just, can you, w I would you let me out. just even it out? It's so close, but there's just one little line and nobody else could probably tell, but I'm so close that I, th I just, it's, you know, can and I just do it get it? When you're like three, because Jess does it to me, she'll be three centimeters from my face and she'll be just like looking at it like Mr. Magoo. And like, uh, 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 let me just do one. And then it's like, now you're working together. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Because even when you were saying that just now, I was like, I'd let you touch anything on my body right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. 
This is the episode you all didn't know you wanted. My girlfriend Jess here on the show. Are you enjoying yourself so far? I am. I'm having fun. This is it. Yeah. Okay. I'm making sure. I have to check in with you. Am I okay? You're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. This is this is the, a perfect job, if I do say so myself. We'll let the listeners <laughs> chime <laughs> in. <laughs> DM me. Let me know. Please uh, be nice. <laughs> what do guys really think about dating older women? You ever dated an older man? I have. How much older? I'm eight years older than you. Yeah. No, have you I've, gone older than that? I've gone... Almost 10 years older than you. What? Yeah, it was a huge... huge <laughs> what, if we, what if we got in a fight right now? You what? <laughs> I think we've, I've hinted we've at talked it before. About it yeah. Before. I so mean, it's not something that I... It, it was actually the downfall of our... It wasn't a real relationship. I kind of kept it on the back burner because I... It was more of like a hookup because it was convenient. Well, hold on. Eight to eight, I'm eight years. What's the difference between eight years and 10 years? Because I'm young at heart. It's different. It is. I'm just saying. Is yeah. uh, what's the difference? Um, I mean, in that he age had, range you know for what? You. He had he had ten more years of life on you, so he had experienced more things. I having two marriages. Oh yeah, so he's definitely he's like older than me in a different way. Yeah, like you've been through it. Two marriages. Yeah, I mean, I found that out later, but also I just didn't care because it wasn't something that it wasn't serious for no, you. No, no. JTran, love the podcast. Thanks for sharing your dating and relationship wisdom with the masses. I know, I know you like to keep emails snappy, so I'll just jump right in. Ooh. I've been dating this guy for about six months. Everything is going great, but I have one lingering concern that I'm having trouble getting over. I'm 15 years older. When we first started dating, I didn't realize this. We met in person at a bar. He approached me while I was out with friends. So I had no app, date to, uh, app data to reference for age. When we both figured it out a couple of dates in... We were having so much fun that I decided to just let it ride and see what happens. I never imagined we would actually fall for each other long term, but here we are six months later. What do you think of 15 years? I knew a girl growing up. Her parents were 18 years apart, and they're still together. And, I mean, her dad was known as the old dad. But this is a, a woman writing it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it makes a difference, gender switch. No? No. Okay. And they had the connection first, which I think is important. I think that's important. Because it. it wasn't... It w the foundation of it wasn't some weird sexual... Well, or it was. He approached her in a bar. He is obviously into what she is putting out there. I mean, I don't know what she looks like, but maybe she doesn't look 15 years older, so maybe there really was just a connection. She sent a picture oh for reference. God, she doesn't look 15 years older. How old is she supposed... They look... Is this them? That's them. She looks younger than <laughs> Okay, so there they we go. They look the same age. She looks great. Yeah, he's got a big beard. Yeah, they look the same age. He says it doesn't matter to him, uh, and his actions have never indicated otherwise, so the hang-ups seem to be entirely on my side. However, I can't help but feeling insecure from time to time. I worry that he inevitably wants someone his own age or younger eventually. He says he doesn't want kids, and he sees us being together for a long haul. So I don't want to sabotage on an otherwise great relationships over his, this insecurity, I feel. But can guys really deal with something like this long term? I've attached a couple pictures of us for reference. He's 27. I'm 42. Thanks for being honest with me. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. She does look amazing. She looks amazing, but what makes me nervous is And I'm saying that, and not even, I'm not age. even saying that in the, like... Well, let's first start with how amazing she looks. Yeah, I mean, she looks. 18. But we're not saying this in the in the way that like, like we you say to your grandma, you look amazing. We're saying this in the, like in the sense that like she literally looks amazing. Yeah, no, she she is. They, and I'm he, telling you, and they he also, looks older. 
Well, the beard might be covering some years. Well, I think also every shirt, he's got a he's got a hat on in every picture, and it's a little bit thin and up top. So I, I he's dressing for the job that he wants. Okay, so what do you think? I Anything? said I think the age makes me a little bit his Why age. Why his age? Because mentally, men are just years behind women, and if I, in my mind, I'm like you're 27, you might be really mentally acting like you're. 24, 25. Sure, but they've six months. So do you She's know? She's tested it out a little bit. Jared, you're the 10-month man. I know. This is true. We're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> what is the? What do you think? Um, sorry, that just knocked me off. I'm like, are we there? Um, I didn't even. I'm trying to count now in my head. I, <laughs> uh. I think. I think she should just go with the flow. I mean, I don't think it's six months, so you can't really tell a serious relationship from not at six months. So she can, I think she should, you know, stay optimistic. She should trust him if she trusts him. Stay in it. I think you can't group all men together. There's definitely relationships that go this way sure. and everything works out. I mean, she's probably being smart by watching her back and keeping her guard up. You're but being I think smart. You're, you have a, you're, you're not crazy for feeling no. insecure You're because... You're just playing the numbers game. The she numbers didn't complain game. about anything in the relationship other than her insecurity about their age. But here's where I'm saying I think you're fine. Like, I think for now, like, I think he's being honest because, one, he approached you. You met at a bar. He has said it doesn't matter to him. He's, you've had conversations about kids, which is always good to have. But what about his mom? You know, you don't think about this. About things. what? Like, once you, once you guys get serious and you have to meet someone's family, that's when I'm like, what does his mom But think? that's like, but that sucks no matter what the ages are. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, well, no matter what, but this guy, I think it, it would be different to me if he was like, yeah, let's hang out tonight. Like, you guys are in a relationship. Totally. He's there for it. Mm -hmm. He knows all the facts. At this point, you know, at this point, and I, and I hate to break this to you, Henny. Henny. To, to, to reference... Jess's Atlanta upbringing. Mm -hmm. um, anyone could be dumped at any time. Nothing. Totally. Worth I was planning on it on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> once, once you've gotten the trip. Uh, <laughs> anything. But I'm saying to her, like, right now, all that, like, six-month bullshit seems like it's, like, out of the way. Of, like, you, the girl... The, six the, months is also the hump. It's a good hump. But I'm saying the girl that just wrote in where she's texting and, like, you know, we're talking about how we started and how, like, oh, uh, when are you back making plans? This guy's there. He's making plans. You're together. He's You're in, in pictures. He's in it. So, okay, that's phase one. That means he's enjoying you and your company and you're in a relationship. That's great. From here on out, you could, this could end at any point. And it's not going to be because of your age. I don't think it's going to be that. It's going to be because this isn't the match for him. It's I think the same likelihood that anyone faces in any relationship. And nobody's safe from it. Nobody's safe so from it. So you might as well stay in it and enjoy it while you can. Exactly. So it's like you you can't hide from the realities of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, listen, for me, if I was like, if I started dating, like if I met someone at a bar that was 42 and we hooked up, I would go, I would be different. I would go... Listen, that girl's gonna want to be serious right away, and it's gonna—it's not gonna be have time to be casual and fun, you know. On the other side of it, when you meet someone younger, you're like, okay, this has time to breathe. I have time to meet this person. I have time to say, hey, I'm not ready for certain things. Where maybe like their clock is a little bit, you know. This totally. Is, these are all things that you would think of in the first three months. Maybe you, but <laughs> but me, I'm closer to the normal than not. True. You know, I like. I'm not saying it was like you know, you and I got along, and you're younger, but I like in my mind, I was like. All right, well... Well, your your audience doesn't know our age difference, do they? We just said it. Oh, eight years? <laughs> eight years. Oh. 
So like for me, like getting in when we started to hang out, I was like, this is great. You know, this has for me and per- personally for me, I could be like, hi, oh, I got time to like, you know, think this through. Tie up my loose ends. <laughs> <laughs> but th- that's being completely honest. And it's like that happens though very early on. You That's when you're thinking of it like, okay, could I be with this person early on? Oh, okay. 42, I'm 27, but I'm ready for this. I'm enjoying your company. Mm-hmm. You look like you're to- you're 19. I think she should she should have fun and, and kind of put that worry and yeah. I mean that worry. Your worry should more be that you know you're gonna break up in the same way anyone should worry. And then not worry about it. Yeah, and then and not drink worry about Tito's it. Tito soda with jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. What is this one? We're here with Jess. My girlfriend, my sister is so single. Help. So single. She wrote a million O's. <laughs> Dear Jared, I have a question for you because my sister is so single and I can't take it anymore. It seems like she does all the right things. She goes out all the time. She's really good at meeting people. But every guy she meets, she says they talk to her all night, then stop answering her texts. And we that week, so me and all her friends, I hang out with her friends a lot. Me and all her friends tell her, like, stop going for the sole purpose of meeting people. And she says that she doesn't. She goes out to hang out. But every time we go out, we don't see her the whole time. She's out to meet people. She's not out to hang out with us. So I stopped going out with her because I'm not, it's not even fun. She just leaves the group and flocks to a group of guys. Do you have this experience with anyone in your life? No, my girlfriends are cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, I've definitely had a girlfriend who, if her mind is set on it, like we used to joke, she would make a beeline towards the group of guys or that one guy that you like, you know, during the pregame, everyone's like, we're going to be cool. It's girls night. He's going to be there. But like, you're not a thing. Let's just hang out. And then you get to the bar and, and she's like, she gone. might as well have. Yeah. Like taken. She a writes, how can there. we get through her head that she has to stop trying so hard? Just go out and hang with her friends and someone will come to her if they want to talk. She doesn't get it. I tell her all the time and she just gets offended and defensive. So. I think that her theory, because this is her sister and she's going to serve it to her real mm-hmm. and she's around her the most. I think she's probably giving off the desperate vibe. And if she says that men are texting her all night long, that is a tennis match. So that means that she's texting them all night long. Yeah. And I think she needs to restrain herself and kind of let someone approach her. And you well, meet that's people. What she's, I, I agree with you, but she's telling her sister that and she's getting defensive. So there's nothing. I mean, she's got to learn the hard way. There's What are you going to do? Send her to dating rehab? Yeah, that's the thing. You can't. That's, a, that's the reason this podcast kind of works. Like, I don't go to people and tell them, tell me your dating questions. Like, it kind of just worked out that way. Like, so I think that's why people feel comfortable writing into the show mm-hmm. is they're like, I'm not like, like to me, the most gross people out there are like, I'm a dating expert. I'm a wife coach. I'm a, I'm a, or I'm, the people who say, I don't need help. I don't need help. Well, they're both one and the same. At some point, everyone needs someone to lean on, mm-hmm. but you can't really like push a string. So like you can pull a string, can't push a string. You ever hear that line before? I've never heard that. With the might be from hands, my generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm too young. Too my brain is not mature enough <laughs> to comprehend that joke, Jared. I'm saying you got to lay off your sister. It's you're too close to the situation. 
If you don't, if you keep harping on it, she's just going to walk away from you more. I also think this is a perfect example of someone who needs to sign up for a serious dating app. So not Hinge and not Bumble. Something like J-Date or like something like that, like a pay-to-play situation where like you know the people are in it. This woman is clearly in it for something. Like I know success stories in like my personal life for people who are definitely looking for something. And she can use her weekends. I mean, it might free up her time to be you know a better sister or a better friend to hang out but don't but you think the sister is going out, it, like when she's going to bars and she's making a beeline for guys don't you think she's a little self-conscious that she's not feeling good about herself there's other things going on like when i hear a girl is going out with her friends and then go walking away from her friends who know her and going straight for guys attention i'm like oh that she needs some i don't sort think of that attention. you understand yeah it's attention for sure i don't men might not understand like the boy crazy mentality that women have but it's it's for real and i think it's a really childish thing also but if if she's never gonna like tell her to fix that like i'm saying to her like she's like well how do we tell her and it's like you've told her Walk away. Stop I agree. telling her. You've now. told her. It's hey, game over. You know You're not what? inviting her out anymore. Exactly. You're not going out I with her anymore. I think that's what you need to do. I think she needs to feel the pain. you got to feel the pants not fit to lose weight. So you have to feel like your friend's kind of walking away from you being like, and then when she says, hey, why am I being included in the group? Every time we hang with you, you run away from us. You're going to hang with us? Right. If you want to hang with us, come. But if you're going to make us feel like shit and walk away, then just to go talk to guys that we don't want to talk to. Make it about that. Make it about your friendship. Don't make it about, well, you're single and you're doing single wrong. No, you're not being a good sister and a good friend. Flip it. Yeah, flip it. It's about being a friend and sister. Right. Because And, and let her come to you. you. At first, it has to be like, we're going to let you do your own thing. Let, let's let you, you know, drown a little. Which are also like, sister and friend are also fulfilling relationships that, you know, benefit, like, give your life a purpose outside of needing a man. So I think that her sister would benefit from like spending time with her and her friends and stop being so desperate for attention from men. Absolutely. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Ooh, one of my favorites, Mapalim, Mapalim. Let's take a trip to the Mediterranean. Mapalim, Mapalim. Jess, do you like all the Mapalim products that I have? The mud mask is my favorite. Really? Yeah. You use that? Yeah, it's in the bathroom. That's from Mapalim? Yeah. Not the one that not <laughs> Did you Not the one it? that we hate. <laughs> the other one that we this love. This is the Mapalim one. <laughs> yes. Okay, making sure. It smells divine. Okay, good. Don't ruin. Great packaging. <laughs> it's great. Pa- well, I do. I'm a big fan of the packaging. I'll say this. Mapalim is, um, it's just, it looks right on the shelf. It just, the, you like, what about the beard oil I use? It's I put that sexy. all over I my body. I love the beard oil I put on my face. You it's do too? It's all over body face. Yeah. So I didn't oil. even know you're using this shit. So listen. I use it all. The best part about Mapalim, if you're a guy listening, it just looks right. You look adult. Don't I look like an adult? You look, at, it, it's also like manly not like too manly but it's it's a nice scent it's an it's a nice scent it's like a nice packaging it just looks it's sexy that's right and you know what also when i met you you're a big like natural soap person yeah until you told me i smelled <laughs> well but mapalim is natural it yeah. has natural ingredients straight from the med baby the mediterranean straight from the mediterranean they've been using these 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 natural sea salts and 
and Oils. oils for thousands of years, and now they're put into a product that you, a guy at home, can use. And listen, I'm going to give you 10% off your first order. You're welks. That's free money. 10% off mapaleem.com code JTrain. 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 That's M-A-P-M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com code JTrain. Mapaleem.com. M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Promo code JTrain. Get 10% off your first order. Listen, what I love about Mapaleem, it looks right. It looks adult. It's not Axe body spray that it's like, you know, cum dumpster flavor. This is like real good stuff. So Mapaleem.com, promo code JTrain, promo code JTrain, promo code JTrain. Let's do a couple more. Okay. Are you enjoying also, the yourself, shampoo, Jess? Yeah, the shampoo and conditioner comes in a pump, with I, which I love. I do like that it's in a pump. Mm-hmm. Easier to use. Is 30 the cutoff for women according to men? No, you think that your prime is in women in their 30s. Uh, sexual prime. Mm-hmm. Dearest Jay Trizzle, I'm a huge fan and honored to, to write in. Let's get to it. I'm turning 30 in May and completely obsessed with it because I have been single for the last three years. It's affecting everything from my friendships because I, I want to isolate to my feelings about myself because I feel washed up and old looking to my productivity because I'm always Googling how to look younger and whether or not to find men find women attractive that are 30 plus. I feel like societally women we will tell women their value is lost once they hit their 30s with no prospects. I want to say fuck it, just be my own woman and on my own path uh, without it being... But it's getting me down. How do men feel about dating women in their 30s or in their 30s What advi- that are 30 or in their 30s? What advice do you have? So do you fear being 30 and single, Jess? No. Not at all? Not at all. Did you ever? I used to, like, really have a fear of growing up. Like, I had, like, Peter Pan, Wendy syndrome. Sure. Like, lost boy syndrome. What does and that mean? still... I just... I never wanted to grow up. Yeah. Ever. Like, I specifically remember moments in my life like i remember getting my period and i do you, you, you said period no i think i told her this and i cried my eyes out because i i just i couldn't fathom not being a child anymore mm. and like it's just every day like you you know you go through shit in your life where you're like oh this is now part of my life and i never thought it would be i guess this is now adulthood I'm older, now yeah. i'm adult yeah and it's difficult it's you know the passage of time is like you know like it was recently your birthday. My birthday was a couple months ago. On my birthday, I become reflective. I don't get like inspired by a birthday. I'm more like, uh, what did I get things done? Do I have things done? I get getting older. You know, it sucks, but it's also like inevitable. It, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's also been fun. Like, you know, me getting older allowed you know me to be the person I am to be able to be with you now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I wasn't. You know, if the things that happened before didn't happen, they would I wouldn't be with you right now in the way that I'm with you right now. So that's all this is to say to her. There's nothing you can fucking do. <laughs> shit out of luck. You're shit out of luck. Because you are one year closer to dying. You're you are what you is. And you is great. And also, that's okay. Thirty is like But also we had a woman write in you're young. before. We had a woman write in. We're not gonna we're not saying this is gonna be you, but she's forty two and a guy came out to her in a bar that's twenty seven and was like, I wanna fuck you. Okay? So listen, I've said this on the podcast, we said this on the on the alone cast about, you know, the girl that was talking about being curvy and how that's you know, the world's unfair to her and I'm like, you know, listen, I go look at the numbers. There's women that are curvy with a million followers on Instagram. Guys are masturbating to feet. The, everyone has a type. You're someone's type. And you're probably a beautiful 30-year-old woman, and it doesn't matter. How do guys think of it? 
I said it before also. I'm not going to lie to you, too. If you meet a guy who's 30, who's immature, he's going to look at you and go, and, and who's not ready, he's going to go, okay, the, the time on this is quick. Mm-hmm. When we meet, there's certain expectations for things to happen in a certain order and a certain time schedule. And those are the realities. And especially where you've admitted to like Googling all this stuff, if it's on your mind and, and you're looking at your friends, listen, we have to like look in the mirror at our faults. This is some one of your faults is to say you're comparing yourself to your friends. Mm-hmm. And we all do that. And we or all your do former self. Or your former self. But like, if you're looking at your friends and going, everyone's getting married and I'm not, I'm the loser. Okay, a guy's going to feel that. So you have to kind of change that perspective. If, because every guy you date is going to go, this girl needs to get married soon. And I do get the vibe. I've dated girls like that where I'm like, okay, there's a three-year process for like when things... I see a three-year ending on this thing. Do you feel that with me? Because I don't even, like, that doesn't even cross my no. mind. No. Well, that's what I mentioned. That's what I was trying to say before. Is, like, with you, I was like, oh. It's, and that's not to say, like, that, that bird agreed. That's not to say that those aren't things I want. Like, the time schedule will be what it be. But I think a lot of men want that to be the, the case. Where it's like, however it goes, it goes. And a lot mm. of women are more like, well, if in a year. A lot of women have more like but I think time stamps on things. What I would say this say to her is if you're feeling insecure about your age, I think that is probably because you're feeling insecure about something else. So you're thirty, it's a new year, it's your birthday. What's it's making you insecure? Get a haircut, get your nails done, change yeah. your hair color, go to the gym, eat healthy, it's a new year, feel good about yourself, you're still really young, you're single, so everything is open to you. Jared yeah. always tells me, we're so lucky, you're never stuck in anything, you're not stuck in any situation in terms of a relationship. Yeah, look at the positives, like, you know, like, you, you are mobile, young, fit, and able. Mm-hmm. These are all good things. I would also just encourage you to, like, you have to try and change the perspective of you're a loser. You're not. You're a winner. There are a lot of people right now that you know that are in relationships that look happy on Instagram that are not actually happy. That they are, they're just putting it up. They're just putting it up and they're like they're just trying to keep up with those timestamps that uh, that I'm talking about. Just like you have the timestamps to make you feel like a loser, your friends are putting up those things going, "Well, we have to put up the baby pic. We have mm-hmm. to put up the engagement pic. We have to do." So Everyone is self-conscious about these things. So what you have to do is own the things you're winning at. Good job, good family, good friends. And you have to have fun with those people because those people will see how much fun they have with you and they'll go, we got to find a guy for this girl. Right. We got to help. We, what, how this, could she be single? How could she be? But and also it's okay if you are. Like. It's totally fine. But I'm saying the more fun you have with the good things in your life, the more that stuff's going to come back to you. And I know that's a hard thing to hear. It's like, that bird is crazy. It's like mating in front of us. It is. I think that bird's 32 and it's doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> it is angry. This is a territory fight. Oh, my God. These two birds actually. are literally fighting in front of us. He chased him away. See? Just like the bird. When the bird <laughs> screams, it chases everyone away. You're the bird. You get what you put out into the universe. And if you put out positivity and good thoughts about yourself and others in your life, you're going to get all good things. And also blowjobs. You got to really You got to really give good blowjobs <laughs> to get good head. You got to really cup the nuts. And if no. you want that ring, you better put a <laughs> but I'm pinky saying, when, in the butt. When you write the way, 
when you write in the way I'm reading it, and I'm not saying I love that she wrote in honestly and vulnerable, and this is all good, but I do have the vibe here that I'm like, if I dated this girl, I'd go, she, and she was like, well, I just turned 30, and uh, you know how that is. You're adding pressure Old to woman. someone else's life. Exactly. Guys, guys don't fear commitment. They, feel pre- they fear pressure. Mm-hmm. And I just had the line of this fucking podcast right now. Because I've been welcome. trying to figure that You're out welcome, for years, baby. Because I hate. Thank you, Jess, for coming on. You were the key to this whole thing. I, but I. A lot of girls are like, "Oh, am I going to scare them away?" You only get scared from the pressure. The pressure and and the pressure. Fight or flight. Fight or flight, and the pressure is sometimes just to fucking, just to go on a date, and and some guys are going to go for it, and other guys are not. And you got to go with the ones that go with it, mm-hmm. and you can't be the one forcing the pressure on your insecurities. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with, I like this email for my girlfriend Jess. I'm scared. Because I want to hear how she answers it. We'll do one more and then we're done. Are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. I'm happy you came on. Thanks. We're going to get some more drinks and they're going to be at the cellar. A round of drinks for me and my gal. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Let me know. Maybe we'll do this again. And if you have questions, I think that would be interesting, right? Right. I would assume people have questions for you. Like, it's not easy. It's not easy to be. I'm with open a to it. I, I don't need to be, you know, you, and I don't need people knowing my no. Full that's not what this is about. Instagram. But if you want to know what my my life is, because I think that adds to what Jared's life is, I'm totally open. But I'm to saying for this podcast, what's it like? You know, whatever. Maybe I don't know. Can you date two guys at the same time? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Play the, play the law and order sound, Jared, Shelby. can you date two girls at the same time? Yes, but they all, there's a time limit. You didn't even... People, he didn't even breathe. <laughs> he didn't even look at me. Listen. I was looking at another woman while I said it. Yeah, you can. I think it's important to have a female on this show. Yeah, that's why you're here. That's You're a woman, right? Not why I'm here. I'm <laughs> no. here because I'm just here. <laughs> so I met guy one last summer at a bar. He works in L.A. L.A. female listener here. A crazy schedule that also requires travel back and forth to Australia. We have incredible rapport with each other. He's got movie star good looks. And overall, we really get a, get, we're really great together when we're actually together in person. That means they don't see each other yeah. a lot. Cause the bad. He's a terrible texter. He openly admits to that, and he, as well as the struggle of maintaining relationships and being in the prime of his career, puts that above everything else. Okay. Sounds familiar. I do almost all the legwork when it comes to us meeting up, which I don't like to do. So it ends up that there are large gaps of time between us seeing each other. But he, uh, but he took me as his plus one to his company Christmas party, and. Asked to spend New Year's with me, but I was out of town and he ended up spending it alone. After he left for Australia, most recently in January, he never reached out when he got back. I decided not to reach out either and took it as a sign to just move on. Then we ran into each other at a bar two weekends ago while I was on a date with someone else. Very uh, random for a city as big as L.A. We ended up texting me nonstop that night, asked to hang out, but of course I couldn't because I was on a date. He seemed a little jealous. I hope your date bombs. He wrote, he texted her, I hope your date bombs. 
Or maybe seeing me again Thanks. woke him up or something. We ended up meeting for drinks last weekend, which again, I did all the work. He sucks at texting and I had all those past feelings of frustration, but we had a really good talk. We were uh, where he's been, been and why he didn't reach out and how that made me feel. And I really think maybe we hit a turning point and he suggests that we try to meet up more consistently like every Saturday night or Sunday brunch. Give him a chance. Jess, you got all that? Yes, I do. Okay. Following. <laughs> you looked annoyed at that whole email. No, I'm just, I think it's important. The amount of effort that you give in person is the amount of effort that you should even give more when you're away. And we've had that conversation. Yeah, yeah we've had. In the meantime, I met Guy too at the end of February from Hinge. I think he's very handsome and amazing. We've been seeing each other once or twice a week. He texts me regularly. We just spend almost 24 hours together. I just got home this morning and I'm kind of freaking out. It seems like this thing with Guy too is going really well and I kind of fast. But things kind of feel natural and very relationshipy. However, our rapport is not as great with Guy 1. The conversation seems to lag a little, but maybe that's just me. That seems to be the only red flag and I guess it's only been about a month. Sex-wise, guys, one, here's the sex stuff. Here's what you want to hear. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> the guy the one has a really deeps. soft dick. Soft I don't dick. really know the issue, so it's not amazing. Like guy two has no problem. Guy two has no problem at all, and I guess where we lack in conversation, we make up for in the bed. I realize maybe guy two sounds like the obvious match, but let, let me say I'm obsessed with guy one. And when we happened to be at the same bar, I about died and felt it was the universe helping us date again. Don't laugh. I'm shaking my head violently. Yeah, I was about to tell you this is an audible art form. <laughs> you like guy one because he's not making himself so available what, to you. What do I do? How do I date both as I figure out which is the right match? I know I'll need to eventually choose one, uh, but when does that need to happen? Like now before I'm sure about someone, uh, b- b- before someone gets hurt, or later when I'm more sure but risk someone's feeling being betrayed? Do I need to tell the guys that there's someone else? Last thing I'd want is for someone to feel like I'm cheating. Please help. I feel like I like them both so much. I'm a single mom. If that adds or changes anything in your advice, both guys are about are very cool, but it didn't. It don't seem to mind, so I consider it a neutral detail. But just FYI, thank you. I've included a pick for Shelby. I'm Asian, but I've been told my doppelganger is Thandy Newton. Do you know who Thandy Newton is? No, is this an age thing? That we're I don't know. She's very cute. Shelby, do you agree? You don't look like Thandy Newton even a little bit, but you do look like actress Grace Park. From Battlestar Galactica and Hawaii Five O. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Um, what do you think of this situation? Who should guy one or guy two? I don't think should she needs she- to pick. I think it's too early to start drawing lines in the sand. I don't think she's had the. Con- she clearly has not had the conversation about exclusivity with either one. Mm-mm. And until you have that conversation, you don't need to be truthful to. Either I'm not saying lie. I'm just saying you can keep your options open, and I honestly think that's the smartest thing to do. I think yeah. people settle because it's their only option. Um, it, I obviously don't know her, and I don't know them. I think that she's drawn to guy number one because he's not totally available. He's very good looking. Um, guy number two. I mean, maybe there's a guy number three, and both of them aren't the right options. But I don't think that she needs to make a decision. She doesn't have to make a decision. I think for guy one, he's like a fantasy. 
Mm-hmm. Like I think like he's he like comes into town, drops in. There's no and they have good rapport because literally they can just like fall back into it. He's got a lot to talk about because he's come off the road or whatever. You know, they haven't, I, they haven't hit a, an awkward silence. They they've been on vacation the whole relationship. Guy two, you've been in like listen. Jess and I sometimes we just stare at each other and don't speak at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes we just stare at our phones. Next stare to at each our other. phones next to each other. But I'm saying there's you you know with guy one you. It can feel like the rapport is better because there's things to talk about because there's just so much catching up to do. Yeah. With guy two, I know it's only been a month, but you've spent a lot of time together, and the and it could feel like just for just based on time alone, it could feel like, well, we, you know, we don't have that same like bop 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 also, bop bop. Catching up is tiring. Like I want someone to know what's going on in my life. I've already lived that. I don't want to relive it in a Absolute. conversation. Well, that's when it becomes like a good relationship. Yeah. I I think. Um, Guy two is obviously the guy. I think there's a point where it's like you have to give your full attention to somebody. There's a point where you have to like get, you know, your brain can only, there's only so many hours in the day. There's only so many, when you said exhausting, you have a battery of 100%, okay? You can give that battery only to so many things in your day. Mm -hmm. So you have to be, you know, realize that like guy two, you're not really giving a full chance to. And he might be giving you the full chance that you're not giving also, him. Also, a month, that's four weeks. It's a lot. It's not a lot. And how often are you seeing them? I said once or twice, but, you know. I just think, I'm not saying to give up on guy one, but I'm saying, here's what guy one's doing. I can promise you that. Guy one is coming. Keep, he's keeping his options open. Absolutely. And you should, too. Guy one is, and I've done this with, you know, people in my past where I've gone, where you'll see them out and you're like, oh, this is just easy. Guy one is lazily hooking up with you. Also, you ran into each other in a bar. That's what I'm saying. Guy one didn't do anything Mm -hmm. to set any of that up. Totally. And he kept it exciting. When he saw you in a bar, it wasn't that he, it wasn't even that he had, here's the thing, when you really like someone, you take the time to make the time with them and it's, it's actually, what you're doing is you're going away from what could be the excitement of something new and, and generally new, or it could be awful, mm-hmm. but you're trading that away for someone that you care about and want to spend time with. Right. Also, you could be on two different pages. I mean, his job takes him to Australia. This just might not be something that he's no, ready he to get into. No. And when your job takes you to Australia and you're not serious with someone, you're like, okay, anytime I can fuck, I fucking so, cash in the chips. So that's something that she needs to take into consideration instead of him making the times that they're together count it's like but how many times can you get together yeah and is are and really are you okay with it when you think about it in the long run if i were her i would date guy two and then only hang out with guy one when he starts making when he's like pushing for a hangout and find a three and a four okay kanahara i <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that coming good to know <laughs> Jess, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Did you enjoy yourself? I had a lot of fun. I think we did it. I think we solved it for we everybody. Solved love. So, solved love. I'm no. I'm happy you came on. I'm excited. But I'm excited to hear the feedback. I think you did a great job. Thank you. I'm so pumped you came on. I'm Jared Freed. I'm here every Tuesday and Friday. We're gonna be back on Tuesday with a more regular schedule, more regular stuff. Uh, at Jared Freed on Instagram, JTrain56 on Twitter and Snapchat. Also Gotham, Philly. And then I got a bunch of other dates. What are the other dates, Jess? I had other ones. Um, you're gone forever. I'm gone a lot. Michelle. Michelle. 
Philly, Vermont is um, April 8th, March, no, May 8th in Vermont, San Diego, Rhode Island, Worcester, Indianapolis, Nashville, June 18th and 19th, Seattle, June 28th, Cleveland, I'm coming all over, and London. We're going to set something up in London, foggy London town. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Boom.